0: Chris Galser here with Matt Howell. On this episode of The First Run, Matt and I are going to discuss the death of Stalin, the latest film from Armando Iannucci, who you may remember from In The Loop, and the HBO series Veep, which is criminally underwatched. We're also going to discuss the latest Netflix offering, Six Balloons, starring Dave Franco, who I'm Luke Warman, and then Abby Jacobson of Broad City, who I basically think, Matt, I need to watch more, or I need to watch any. Broad City, because I also um, enjoy Miss Alanis Glazer, and it feels like I I watched the two of them independently of the show that made them who they are. So clearly, uh, I need to get, I need to correct that as soon as possible. We're also Mm going to go over our 2018 summer bracket, and it's a doozy. In fact, one of the films is already out, which we'll be talking about on our next show, Avengers Infinity War, which was, whatever, we'll talk about it then. But let's start everything off with a clip from *The Death of Stalin*.
1: Did you invite them? No. Ask Beria if he invited the bishops. Don't give me orders. Ask Beria if he invited the bishops. Did you invite the bishops? Yes. Yes. Well. He said yes. I'm going to give everyone in Red Square a voucher permitting one kick each. Stupid face! Is he asking for some delicious hay? No, he said something quite complicated about a voucher system. me, Smichita! Why in God's arse he
0: invited the bishops? No, I've already explained why.
1: You tell him. Never mind. Swap. No. Just swap with me. I said no. We can make it look like it's part of the ceremony.
0: Alright, so not one of my best cuts. You can clearly see, Matt, where I trimmed a few seconds out of the uh, music, (laughs) because this is unfortunately the second half of that, or most of the latter half, is a visual joke, and I wanted to try and keep it as clean, because almost all the other clips included profanity, or they just the trailers were kind of jumpy, and I just didn't think it was going to work as well. Mm. So... We have the death of Stalin, which is basically everything that happened once Stalin passed and the uh, grabs of power. What's crazy about this too, Matt, is that basically everything in this film actually happened. So I think personally that this may be a tough haul because this is a really bad time in history. Uh, Stalin, obviously a brutal dictator. His passing left an open hole in the uh, Soviet Union. And who knows what would happen? Well, I guess we do know what happened. But um, <laughs> things could have gone really even worse than they did. And it's for Nucci to take this and then mine it for comedy Matt is I, I think it's a tough haul. Um, was he successful?
1: Uh, yes, but it, you have to be of a very specific bent to kind of uh, be on board with this. So uh, you know Nucci, he did a, he did the loop um, in the loop. A, uh, a film we did for the show a few years ago, and I wasn't a huge fan of it. I'm not a huge, I'm not as I'm not as politically savvy as our co-host and esteemed ruler, Chris P. Descalzo, is. Um, the Stalin
0: of the first the Stalin, run. The are. Stalin of
1: the first run, yes. Exactly. I'm I'm more the Khrushchev of the first run. Um you ever wonder what but, happened to Dave, he was on the yeah, list. He was on the list, that's right. He didn't play ball. He didn't do what he was supposed to do. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a, it's definitely a type of humor that I don't think is for everyone, um, and not so much even about the political intrigue and the aspects of it, and the jockeying and the kind of, kind of parallels to today. But it's also got it's it's a really dark subject matter, and they're mm-hmm. kind of making jokes that you're kind of like, ha ha ha. Should I be laughing at that, that kind of thing? But it, it kind of, I don't know. It's not like you're kind of broad comedy wide appeal kind
0: of thing. No, no, definitely not. I think, uh, uh, the lovely, uh, Mrs. Furstron was watching this with me, at least in the beginning. And it was not working for her. And she's like, this is not funny. They're shooting people. How, how is this funny? Though she loves Veep. Veep is one of her favorite shows. Now, granted there's a lot less violence on Veep, so, but still, <laughs> what, um, Tony,
1: Tony Hale's not go running around putting bullets in the back of people's heads.
0: <laughs> no, oddly, no, though. maybe that may happen in the upcoming and final season of the show. No, I, listen, I was all in on this thing. I particularly enjoyed it. I didn't think the laughs were as fast and furious as they are in Veep or in, in the loop. Right. Right. Um, but still, the way Ianucci is able to balance the um, dark black comp I mean, this is some black comedy with some truly mm-hmm. horrific events is quite an achievement and I think the cast too is uniformly excellent particularly Steve Buscemi so he yeah. plays Nikita Khrushchev in this thing and he starts off as I don't want to use the term bumbling because that's not really the case but he's seems to be kind of affable and you know kind of put upon and all this stuff when really behind I think he knows what he's doing the whole time and he has a turn at the end of the film that I think that Buscemi really just absolutely nails. And I think it's one of the better character turns in a comedy you'll see. It's all about balance and Buscemi and I guess really, inucci is balances this thing perfectly. I think it's, it's slick, hilarious and ruthless. And if you can handle that kind of comedy, I mean, if, if you can see the humor in kill lists and a general, Ordering the destruction and evacuation of a mansion, and then right. that same general taking a shot to the head because uh, another guy that needs to be taken out. You know, it's just that's what it is. And if and if you're if, and if you're ham- if you're up for that, and you enjoy the black comedies, I think this is a prime example of it.
1: Yeah, this is this is a dark, dark comedy. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it, but you know, obviously, Chris and I are terrible people. Um, we are sure. sick and ahead um so just kind of know that going in it's it's like we said it's not for everybody um but i i applaud anucci for um tackling the subject manager matter and and taking this kind of thing that you wouldn't think that you can make something like entertaining and fun even if it is a black comedy and and still managing to pull it off and not really play up the ludicrousness without without really kind of glossing over the horror of it kind of too much so you know good job on that i mean uh um i don't know what it says about us as people but uh we're not we're we're not bad guys at all
0: yeah i i just i'm sometimes still just after watching this thing i'm astounded on how successful it is mm. because stalin was such a brutal dictator i mean he did some truly horrific things yeah i mean i mean as
1: I went to go see this. My father pointed out. He's like he killed more people than Hitler did. So yeah. let's just put that in perspective.
0: But he doesn't seem to have the same. I mean, there's only the one Hitler, right? That's the thing. Yeah. But he doesn't seem to have the same. Uh, um, I don't know what's the proper term. Infamy, I guess. Yeah. That yeah. That, that Hitler does, which is, uh, I I don't know. It's just I my, I guess the point I'm trying to make is I don't know if you could if you could make this film in Germany. You could do yeah, Nazi I don't think you could do
1: a Nazi, Nazi version of this at all. Like, uh, can you imagine some kind of weird version where Hitler's in the bunker? Like a, a downfall. What was the, is that what it is? Downfall? Yeah. Yeah, it, like a comedy version of Downfall. Well, like Steve Buscemi is like Goebbels or something. I mean, yeah, I just be... don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: I just don't see it. But, I, but hey, they. What, well, you know, it's springtime for Hitler. So
1: That's true. I don't know.
0: Either way, what do we know? We're not funny. That's no, what we're fair points. I yeah. mean, this particularly this show tonight, folks. I am in a and I'm in a mood. So in we're a, gonna see are this bit of, goes.
1: Uh, yeah, I know Chris needs to take a nap and go to bed, but you know, here we are for you. So oh, you Better appreciate
0: it. Good God, and we can talk. We'll talk about my Alamo Draft House thing, which I think I'm pretty much embarrassed about too at this point. But we'll talk about <laughs> oh, that.
1: I have not heard the story. I'm excited. Oh
0: no, no, no! It's you. Oh no,
1: you had a comment.
0: Anyway. Oh. Uh, <laughs> What are you going to give? Death of Stalin. I'm going to give this bad Baron a minus. I enjoy it. Yeah,
1: life. yeah. I'm I'm right there with you. I mean, I was leaning towards B plus because it's like I said, it doesn't have a wide appeal, and I think it's going to take a very certain bent. Mm-hmm. But I said, screw it. You know, people like us, we're out there. A minus. I think and you should check Michael, it out. And it's got
0: Michael Palin, who That's is true. quite good in it as well. Yeah. Jason Isaac. I mean, everybody's great in it. So it,
1: yeah. And one thing I didn't bring up, I did appreciate how that no one attempted a, a Russian accent at all. They just, <laughs> kind of went there, they just went with whatever they got going on. So it's a, quite a smattering of the English dialect throughout the whole thing. Mm, indeed. So if
0: you had a chance to see The Death of Stalin I would love to hear your thoughts, shoot us an email at feedback at com. Matt, coming up on Blu-ray and DVD this upcoming Tuesday, that's April 1st is 12 Strong. Uh, the Horse Soldiers, a movie based on that book. Chris Hemsworth's Thorum self-stars as the, as the Captain Mitch Nelson. This is the first mission by the elite special forces after 9-11. And they're sent in to Afghanistan basically to fight uh, Al-Qaeda. And uh, they meet up with the locals and try and join together to fight them off. Um, includes a couple making of featurettes. I'd like to check this out. I didn't have an overwhelming need or desire to see it, but I still think yeah. it might be interesting to check out.
1: Yeah, yeah. If I don't have to put forth a lot of effort, I'll watch it. There you go. That's really
0: where I am with that. Uh, in the Fade, a German thriller starring Diane Kruger, which is getting some pretty good press, uh, is coming out. Kruger plays Katja, as her life collapses after the death of her husband and son in a bomb attack. After the time of mourning and injustice, here comes the time for revenge. So I guess this is Kruger's taken. Maybe we're gonna have a whole new, you know, Diane Kruger action series of films. The Death Wish mm-hmm. of uh, for Germany. I don't know. There you go. Peter Rabbit is being released as well. Includes the flopsy-turvy mini-movie. I'm assuming you saw Peter Rabbit. In fact, yeah, you did. You talked about it for the show, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I did. It's pretty dark. It's pretty. It's darker than I would have thought it would have been. Very uh, Went to a weird place with that one, but check it out. Adults.
0: There you go. Dakota Fanning stars in Please Stand By. She plays an autistic young woman who leaves her supervised group home and embarks on a perilous journey to Paramount Studios, Matt, where she's determined to submit her manuscript for a Star Trek writing competition. It's a little independent film. Conceptually, I like it, but I don't know if it's going to be any good. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to give you your new to blue, Matt. That's going to be... Yeah, Blood Hook from Vinegar Syndrome. What's interesting about this film, this is a horror film basically where he kills people with fish hooks and it's set on a lake. And da 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 da. But what's interesting about it is that it was directed by Jim Mallon. Do you know who Jim Mallon was?
1: I don't. I'm the still
0: directorial am. debut of Jim Mallon, one of the creators of Mystery Science Theater. Oh, very good. The one supposedly responsible for the blocking of a remake or a new series for all those years. Because he owned half of it. I think Joel was eventually able to buy him out. And that's how we got the new season on Netflix. Oh, very nice. Includes a new 2K restoration of the film from the original 60mm original camera negative. Uh, Interview with Malon as well. Hook, line, and sinker. And a bunch of other featurettes. Matt, I don't even know. I should have looked this up. How many of these damn things there are. But there is another Tremors movie coming out. Really? Believe it. And uh, this time it's Michael Gross, who I believe was in the first one. He replies to his iconic role as graboid hunting Burt Germer, along with Jamie Kennedy, which for me is a big avoid. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like a screaming red light. <laughs> Do not watch.
1: It's like if you put. It could only get worse if you put Sam Worthington in it.
0: Right. I would actually watch a Sam Worthington film festival. Before right. I would watch anything with Jamie Kennedy.
1: That, that's, that, that is a bold set of declarations there, folks. Kennedy just, I, there is no, I'm, I'm, I was trying to of, so we have the Tatum
0: line, right? So, which is an yeah. actor that we previously didn't like. Right. That he does something or something, or she, they do something and they cross the Channing Tatum line because I was not a Tatum fan for a long time right. until the 21 Jump Street movie, which Correct. is when he crossed the line. Right. Right. I don't know if there's like a seller award, like the Jamie Kennedy, (laughs) the Kennedy line, which is maybe if you're an actor I used to like that I can't stand anymore. Right. But I don't know if anybody would ever get that low. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that I don't care for Jamie Kennedy's work. Yeah, I think he's he's a lovely young man. Mm -hmm. Is he though? (laughs) I <laughs> that's one of my favorite memes that i use on the twitters from thor ragnarok when yeah. he's talking the bruce banner or the hulk
1: is he though it's,
0: it's so good but yeah that's so anyway i i bring that up because tremors a cold day in hell is coming out which is and there's a new box set with all the films in and i'm assuming this is tremors like 10 i don't know they've they've right. been churning these things out for years the first one is pretty good with kevin right. bacon and um the guy who played Remo Williams. Oh, I'm blanking on his name. I like that that's the pull. Fred Ward. Thank you. Dick. Yes. Thank you, Matt. The
1: first one is pretty good. It's a good solid B movie. It is. Uh, and then what else? You know what else came out,
0: Matt? Winchester. What? But nobody cares. So we're going to yeah. move on. I'm going to tell you what the straight-to-DVD <laughs> pick of the week is. And that's Trailer Park Shark. The tagline, of course, being they're going to need a bigger trailer. A tropical storm floods Soggy Meadows Trailer Park and forces a hungry shark upriver. That's it. Stars Tara Reed or Tara Reed, Tara
1: Reed, Tara Reed, Tara yeah.
0: Such so a straight TV pick of the week, Trailer Park Shark. It's I like the onomatopoeia of it, right? Just like, I like how it sounds. Trailer Park mm-hmm. Shark, it just rolls mm-hmm. off the tongue. I think I'm going to get it a does. tattoo of it or something.
1: Are you? That's a way no. to commit.
0: No. Matt, which would we be streaming this week?
1: Um, I'm going to go with a little smaller film that we reviewed last year. Um, I believe it was last year, The Hero, starring Sam Elliott, um, Laura Propon, Kristen Ritter. And Nick Offerman, it's about a, um aging Hollywood actor who kind of found fame in Westerns. Um, and he's at the end of his career, um, end of his life. He's been diagnosed with cancer. And it's really just kind of like a character study of this man who's getting into a relationship with a much younger woman, has a, dis, you know, is this, uh, doesn't have a very good relationship with his daughter at all and kind of has a weird best friend relationship with his weed dealer. I know that sounds a little heavy, but it's actually a really good, solid movie with Sam Elliott, who I think is an underappreciated actor that we have right now. The voice, yes. Mm. What, and the fantastic mustache. What is that on? That is on Hulu, excuse me. Yes, Hulu. that is on Hulu. I yes. don't have the Hulus.
0: Which, mm. um, so the Blu-ray DVD section tends to be kind of a catch-all for other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially when we have a set final segment, uh, a couple things I want to bring up: Amazon, yeah, increasing their Prime membership to one hundred and thirty dollars, one hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, I think it's like one twenty-nine or
1: something. Yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah, I'm out. You're out. You're I'm tapping out, out already. You're I'm done. Not gonna, I'm not going to renew for that. It's. I think a hundred bucks was at the top of my line.
1: Well, let's 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 do the math though, Chris. That you're paying more for you're paying more for Netflix with their recent price hike on a year. Right. And so why you're am I going to less... pay
0: more? I don't listen. I, I don't need I, how many, you know how many times I've needed two day shipping once, maybe free two day shipping. I can wait a week. I can wait a week, like nine days. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And I'm not partaking in the prime pantry because you still have to pay for shipping on that. Mm-hmm. So I, and I'm not, I haven't watched that much of the prime um, viewing stuff. I I I'll have uh Bosch on once in a while. I think I'm two and a half episodes deep after when did I get Amazon Prime? On Christmas. So okay. yeah, into that I've been. And then um I think I've watched what two movies so far on it. So yeah. I, I could just rent them on iTunes instead. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't make any sense. And to go up to one thirty as just when you are the first trillion dollar company mm-hmm. You don't need to charge one hundred thirty dollars for that stuff. It's not because they they're not making any money. It's about maintain or it's about not maintaining. It's about increasing profit margins.
1: Right. Well, here's shareholder the shareholder return. So, Chris, no. I, I will say this: that that Amazon, believe it or not, their whole model is market share. They actually don't turn out a lot of net profit. They actually run pretty close to even once you figure in all the stuff that they're investing in. And I, I hear what you're saying. If you'd rather, if you can only afford to keep one with Hulu and Amazon and Netflix between the three, just pick the one that you like. I will say this, Netflix, while their original content is more engaging and they have a lot more shows they've really been falling down with their other content. Like they're not getting access to the movies that they would, that they mm-hmm. used to have. Yeah, they've definitely um, focused on their own content. For sure. Exactly. So, you know, if you want to watch something that's more of a new release, I mean, if you'll notice I'm mentioning on the past few weeks, they're either on Amazon prime or Hulu. So that kind of thing, it's like, at least with Amazon prime, you have all those other residual benefits. You get the, the paid version of you get like a a spotify kind of thing you know that's with the paid version you don't have to do any of the stuff that's not random all that kind of crap um you get a a lending library for kindle if you read so there are other residuals to it that if you're not using them don't use it but i mean i don't know i think you're gonna need to and it's not a still not huge i'd still end up paying for it it's still less than netflix that i pay for netflix in a year yeah but
0: I, i also i have a very vast music library so I'm I don't, you, and, you know, so it's, that's not really an issue for, and I'm at the age where I'm, I'm discovering or searching, seeking out less and less new music. And just basically listening to what I listen Isn't
1: that sad? Isn't that sad? It's, it's really sad. As somebody Sometimes, like yeah. me who used to go out and get excited for new music, it's like, I know I'm getting old because I'm not really looking for new music anymore.
0: Yeah. I, I when I had satellite radio, which I don't now, cause I, I work from home. If I still right. drove the work 40 minutes every day, I'd probably have it, but sure. I don't. And right. the other thing too about satellite drives, you know what I wouldn't do, Matt? I'd pay three bucks a month for um, access on my phone. Mm-hmm. I would do it. Sure. Maybe even five. Right. But they don't do that. It's like eight or nine, $10 for phone access for the app. Sure. So, uh, no. So, you, so instead of $120, you, know, it's, you, you could get 50 from me, maybe 60 bucks a year from me. But no, nah, you don't want to do it. So you're not going to get it. So, and then the other thing too is, um, I, I'm sorry, Matt, what's more,
1: what's more than zero is 50 is 50 bucks more than zero. That's true. Well, you know what? I just like to point out before you bring up your next point, the two, this is like some really like get off my lawn, old man. Shower. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, two sure. of us, the two of us ought to be ashamed of ourselves. I had such a horrible, I, my weekend was
0: awesome and horrible all at the same time. I am me. exhausted. I am angry um and then so anyway what was i gonna talk what was i gonna say see now what oh you know what too i'd rather instead of having uh uh, 120 for amazon i'd rather
1: have filmstruck there you go okay well then there you go
0: chris i'm not begrudging your decision
1: there you go i'm gonna keep watching hulu and i'm gonna keep watching amazon prime and i'm gonna keep watching netflix and you know what and when i say watch let's put those in big air quotes because i am so behind on all tv and all shows i don't watch anything I don't watch anything. It's been completely worthless for me to have any of this stuff because right now I'm just like playing video games and I'm reading books and that's basically all I do and if TV's on it's Teen Titans Go or like Gravity Falls from my kid in the background and that's basically it. You know what I'm doing too half the time too so I have to, I'd probably say 3 hours a week I I there's Law and Order on for me.
0: Yeah. I've seen those damn shows every I'm one of those episodes <laughs> a dozen times each.
1: I'm still watching you know i know somebody else who says the same thing they'll be like i'm going down a, a law and order hole right now you're saving me from like i'm like what are you doing like you, i don't understand the appeal of the show it's, like you can just get lost in it for hours it's a warm
0: blanket <laughs> it really is it's the ultimate kind of comfort tv show
1: for me i see well you're not the only one apparently so no no mm-hmm.
0: huh? um and then what else alamo i finally saw it went to my first alamo draft house Matt. Yeah. i was in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I guess it's a relatively new one. It's only been open for a few weeks, I guess. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Uh, and unfortunately, they didn't have any special screenings this week, sons of bitches. Because uh, next month they're going to be showing the 4K uh, print of Suspiria. They're wow. also showing Evil Dead. They're also mm-hmm. showing a couple other things I was really excited about, but I will not be in Raleigh in May. Thank you. But I I posted this gushing video on uh, Instagram, which led to Facebook as well. Which is, I think, <laughs> I'm going to have to take down because it's just so bad. <laughs> Embarrassing for me, and not that that's ever stopped me. But um, I also did, we tweeted out to, uh, we, I should say, tagged Alamo, and they were quite pleased. Because I mm-hmm. said, my first Alamo draft house, and now we're best friends. And they responded with the classic stepfather, stepfather, stepbrothers meme. Did we just become best friends? Yep.
1: Yes. Oh, nice. Good. Good on you, Alamo. I'm very, very happy for that.
0: So we're, now we're friends, and I'm very excited. I got a T-shirt and a couple other things. Oh, I got this great little pocket z- uh, zine of this guy who, remo- who reviews uh, old horror, VHS horror movies. Mm. So I'm going to go through it, and I'm going to invite the guy on the show, and maybe hopefully we can talk to him. I don't know. Okay. There's something about that appeals to me.
1: Uh, speaking of guy on the show, when are we getting this raffle winner that's coming on? Have you talked yeah, to this I haven't.
0: Yet? I haven't reached out to him because my life oh. has been insane.
1: I okay. was in no, Raleigh gonna, for a
0: conference, getting... and um, it my car got my rental car got a flat, which I'm responsible for financially. The flat tire, I have to either replace the tire, really? Or, yeah, I have to pay for it.
1: That's part of the damage waiver. I did not even think about the freaking tire on the damage nope, waiver. No, nope. if if the car breaks down,
0: they take care of it. But if they don't, but if it's a blown tire or a flat tire, it's my financial responsibility, which is insane. It is insane. Wait, it- did you? So wait, this is through our corporate? Our no, corporate no, no, this rate? is something, this is personal. Oh. This is, oh, okay. uh, no. Gotcha. Okay, sorry. So I am living, then I stayed at a Motel 6, which is, a, oops, I shouldn't have said that. I'm <laughs> put it this way. I have stayed at a lot of great Motel 6s. They've done a lot of renovating, particularly in Connecticut. Sure. So that's why I thought I'd be fine here. I was yeah. not fine here. <laughs> and then also, too, the, the uh, uh, law enforcement showed up. So here's the thing. I'm coming home from Alamo. I go see Avengers, which we'll talk about next week. And mm. I get a flat on the way home. I pull yeah. off and the, and to the, like this closed, but well at gas station and I changed the tire and this is now like the only show I could get into cause they were all sold. That was the 11 PM show. So it's like two 30 and I'm changing the flat and then there's a bunch of kids start walking by and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm going to get killed. And then, but luckily they had a young lady with them. So I felt a little bit better about it. I don't know if that's sexist mm-hmm. or not. I wasn't as scared once I sure. felt they had a woman with them. Hey,
1: women can be murderers. Come exactly on. <laughs> exactly.
0: Hashtag femi- feminism. Uh, but, so I have my phone like right, with 911 ready to hit send just in case. Uh, which then I thought was stupid because I have a cell phone. And I don't, I don't think they can really track you that way, right? No, with they can't now. Can. No. No. Oh, they can now? Good. So I get back to the hotel room. It's now quarter three. And there's three cop cars and there's 40 people outside and there's like a whole Florida project vibe going on at this thing too unfortunately and I all I hear is one woman say they're just too damn loud and then the cops are it was just I fell asleep I got about nine hours of sleep over three days it was a rough trip but well worth it um but let's move on so anyway I got to go my first Alamo Draft House, and oh, it was awesome, good. Well, I can't you it. recommend it enough, and it almost made all of that worth it. What are we talking about? Oh, that's right. Six balloons. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's hear a clip, shall we? Oh,
1: you look good. Thank you. Better. Okay. <laughs> so close. Is this a shirt or a dress? I mean, I think it could be either of those things. If you have to ask yourself, maybe it's not the best choice. Who are you? <laughs> I'm your brother, and you love me so much. Can you just roll up your sleeve? Show me your arm. Where's Seth? Um, he went home. Oh, will be fine. I just need a little bit. I have done everything
0: for you. Don't say that you understand. Care. It's like the worst thing that you can say.
1: the last time I All right.
0: So why don't you tell the folks at home, what is Six Balloons all about?
1: So uh, Six Balloons uh, stars Dave Franco and uh, Abby Jacobson um, as a brother and sister. Um, Abby's character, um, she is throwing a party, a surprise party for her boyfriend, and she goes to pick up her brother and her niece um, to bring to the party when she discovers that her brother... Um, who is apparently become learn an ex-addict has relapsed and she spends the rest of the time trying to get him into a detox facility while, you know, her friends and family wait at the party, you know, at her home waiting for her to show up with, with her niece and her brother. Um, kind of a bit of a bottle episode type of a movie. Cause most of it takes place in Abby's car. Um, but it's basically about a film about how, you know the people that we love if some of them are addicts they're bad for you you want to help them but they end up bringing you down with them um there's a bit of an on-the-nose symbolism of drowning throughout this thing um and it it kind of goes forward (coughs) with that kind of whole lesson i mean chris i don't know when this thing started off starring abby jacobson i i thought it was it was actually kind of funny i thought it was going to be more comedic but it gets really dark pretty fast i don't know what do you think
0: yeah, no, I didn't anticipate any uh, comedy in this um, from what I... It, no, because I, I guess I did some research on it ahead of time, so I, did, I wasn't ex- anticipating any of that. Um, I think it's the best performance by Dave Franco I've seen so far. Now, that's not super high praise, because uh, Franco's he's a fine actor. He's I don't think, yeah. unfortunately, and I'm not sure he's as good as his brother, but he also doesn't seem to be as
1: questionable yeah
0: i guess this his <laughs> brother both in in choices and i guess life choices uh-huh. but uh there's one thing that this thing i thought was interesting And i have a question for you too what, what was this film helped or hurt by its running time
1: it's 75 minutes long yeah it's pretty lean um honestly i'm, I'm a big fan of, of movies kind of getting to the point but i think this one could have done with a little bit more stretching in a couple of spots i i felt like it was a little abrupt um so I think this would be the rare movie if they had actually made it to a full 90 minutes might've been a little bit better.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not sure.
1: Cause I feel like I keep going back and
0: forth on this. Uh, when I even came up with the, with the question, I was going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Cause it, it's, I think that first time director uh, and screenwriter Marjorie Lewis Ryan does, a. I think there's a good job of, Setting up the family dynamics and relaying the story sometimes mm-hmm. just through looks and reactions, and I think for the most part it works. Um, I think it's certainly one of the better films that Netflix churned has turned out so far, easily. Yeah. Um, I, this we don't talk about it a lot. I don't think we ever talked about it actually on the show. Um, but I I've uh, I lost a brother to this, and it's. It was a very particularly hard sit for me. Uh, I kind of got very emotional a few times. And um, it just, it was just, it was just, I don't know. It was, uh, the the performances were quite good. I thought Jacobson did a fine job, as did Franco. I thought maybe, I think you alluded to this, that the metaphor was a bit too much. Sure. Uh, I get what they're going for here. I just think the literalness of it was just a tad too much for me no i still i appreciated the message and 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 what uh ryan is trying to do and say i think it's a powerful film and it captures um the uh um, what's the term i'm looking for jeez i'm blanking on this the um when yes i'm tired it's yeah so (laughs) yeah it captures the enabling um process and what that's like for people exceptionally well and it yeah it's, it's it's a it's a tough drama It's a sad drama But eventually there's a There's a light at the end of the tunnel At least for um, Jacobson mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know I think it's interesting And I think it's 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 well worth seeing But it's a, obviously A vastly different film Than the one we opened the show with Yes uh, Very heavy and dramatic And powerful and moving Particularly with Franco And in the relationship With his daughter And just watching the dynamic Particularly when the three of them Are together mm-hmm. Franco's daughter Franco And then Jacobson right was uh quite moving so um yeah i don't know i i'm not gonna say i enjoyed it i don't think that's the appropriate term but um for me it hit home really hard and uh i'm glad i saw it Mm. so uh overall though still i think the metaphor portion was a bit heavy-handed at times and uh i don't know i'm i'm sitting on a b with this right now where are you
1: yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I was sitting on a B as well. God, we're just so in sync all the time, Chris. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I completely agree. I think Dave Franco gives one of his best performances that I've ever seen him in. I and mean, it, it's kind of weird. It's kind of if you've seen some of his other performances, he kind of goes from that kind of that whiny smarmy character that he plays and that kind of manic fun kind of character that he plays and yeah. it's interesting to see how all that just kind of swells and goes back through dynamic and how he's so different with his daughter when he's feeling better when he's feeling you know good from the the, the drugs and everything else like that it's mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. it is really pa- powerful and it's it's really sad and just to kind of see even just how all of their dynamics change like you know you know jacobson's character when he's feeling good and he's more like his old self she kind of forgets kind of all the bad stuff that just happened hours before um so it is it is a very it is a very powerful film i i think it's by far one of the best of the netflix originals that i've seen oh for sure that have uh that came out and this thing just made it through the festival circuit it was on um, i think it was picked up by them that south by southwest and yeah i think b is the right th- thing this is not a film i think you're going to go back to often but i no. would definitely recommend if you're kind of in a mood for something a little more serious and something really well put together um and it's only and you got you know 75 minutes to spare i think definitely check it out
0: yeah i'd agree so six balloons is currently available on netflix right now if you've got a chance to see it shoot us an email at feedback at runcom matt all right. Let's move on, then, and let's spend a few minutes filling out our 2018 summer bracket. But first, how about a clip?
1: now! Three, three. So what's your name, anyway? Hey, kid, it's a big-shot gangster putting together a crew. You think everything sounds like a bad idea? If you come with me, you're in this life for good. I waited a long time for a shot like this.
0: So I, what I enjoyed about that clip, of course, again, a visual thing you don't get to see at the end of the clip. Uh, Han is playing cards. And he looks, the, the guy across from him throws his cards down, Han looks at his cards, shows him to Chewie, and Chewie's like, oh, Christ. So, um, obviously, that's a clip, that's a, uh, a TV spot, actually, for Solo, a Star Wars story, and then they get to see the origination of Han Solo and Chewie's relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a film that I am, at best, lukewarm about. Yeah, I think the only way, what I'm gonna try and do, you, Matt, is go into it treating it like it's a movie in the Star Wars universe.
1: Okay. Yeah, you
0: know, I think it's like Luke not... and like Kylo and uh, and Ray would go together to go watch this. And they'd see, they'd see the story <laughs> about You go read
1: about the the famous smuggler. This is like a biopic. Yeah. Let's go see <laughs> this movie <laughs> about my dad.
0: <laughs>
1: I killed him, you know. That's right. So
0: if if I, if, if we if I put it in that context.
1: You know, you're okay with
0: it? Yeah, and every clip and trailer I've seen so far, I can tell you all I want...
1: Is Donald Glover. Is a Lando
0: Lando. (laughs) movie. Yeah. I desperately want a Lando movie. And plus, it's a much more interesting story. Because Mm. Lando is also a smuggler. He's a criminal. And he ends up
1: running Cloud City? Yeah. You're telling me that's not the more interesting story? I'm not saying it's not the more interesting story, but I think... I think Donald Glover wouldn't do it just to frustrate us nerds. Like, he's never going to do something like that. I mean, the best we're going to get is him in little pieces like he was in Spider-Man Homecoming in this. He's, and he's going to go do Atlanta and stuff like that. And he's going to do Childish Gambino and what he wants to do. He doesn't He doesn't owe you anything, nerd. I'm not saying he does. I'm would just. i talking to Star Wars people here. <laughs> That's the movie we should see. But you want to see it because you want to see Donald Glover as though, Let's be real.
0: That's fine. That's fine, but listen, you want another gigantic African American cinema franchise?
1: I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if they get a Lando movie and they don't get Donald Glover, and he's as good as I think he's going to be in this, you're going to be sorely disappointed. You're going to just wish of what could have been, kind of thing. That's all I'm saying.
0: I'm listen. I think there are plenty of um, uh, black actors who could pull that off. But you're right that Glover has a certain charm about him, a certain. I think I used this joke now six times in a, a row. Times. <laughs> as the French say, a certain I don't know what. But <laughs> I don't know. I just think Glover as Lando is perfect casting, and I want to see as much of it as I can. All right. So we're going to do the bracket now. We have four brackets, Matt. There's the superhero okay. bracket, the action-adventure bracket, comedy yep. blanket, and then, of course, potpourri. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll start off with superheroes, and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna run down the bracket, and okay. um, we'll choose the winner, and then we'll go from there. Well, and just just watch and learn, everybody. All so right. superheroes, round one. I have Avengers: Infinity War and Deadpool Two. Next up, I have Incredibles Two and Ant Man and the Wasp. So for the first bracket of Avengers and Deadpool, I went
1: with Avengers. Um. Yeah, I went with Avengers as well. Um, okay. I mean, as much as I, as much as I think I'm going to enjoy Deadpool 2, I think it's it's got to be Avengers. And we may be a little biased. We may be a little biased so far. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Yeah. All right. So so far we're both with Avengers. Next up, Incredibles two and Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm an Incredibles two.
1: All right. I'm going Ant Man and the Wasp. You are really, really. Yeah, man. I thought Ant Man was really underrated. I don't think he gets enough love, and I think. Bringing in that kind of dynamic uh, with the Wasp, uh, I think it's going to be good. I think it's really going to be good.
0: All right. Well, that's going to leave us Avengers and Incredibles. Should we continue this out or <laughs> move on to the next bracket? Let's move on to the next bracket. Okay. And come back to it. So you have action-adventure. All got? right.
1: Uh, Solo, a Star Wars story versus Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Um, and then Sicario, Day of the Soldado versus Mission Impossible Fallout. All right, so solo a Star Wars story or Jurassic World, I'm obviously going solo. I was not that impressed with the last Jurassic World, so I think that's a bit of a layup.
0: I went the same way, exactly mm-hmm. the same reasoning. Even though I have my concerns about solo, I did not like that Jurassic World movie at all. Right. Really. So I'm, and I have no anticipation that this new one's going to be any better. Right. Even with the reintroduction of Goldblum.
1: Yeah, that is the one thing I am intrigued for, but I don't think he can say it for me at all. All right, so then um, between Sicario, Day of the Soldado, and the new Fallout, MI Fallout, um, I Fallout? I kind of go back and forth with this one, and mm. uh, just with the the Sicario never really struck me as even needing a a, uh, a sequel, and it's really weird that it's a getting one. But am I as good as they've been? They're starting to get a little bit getting diminishing returns, so. I don't know. I'm going to go with Sicario because I'm really interested to see Benicio Del Toro where he goes with this.
0: Yeah, I was kind of going back and forth with this myself. Uh, I love the first Sicario. The problem is Villanueva isn't directing the sequel. Mm, that's true, yeah. So that's what made this a slam dunk to a, well, I don't know. And then uh, Superman happens to be in Mission Impossible Fallout. And that trailer with him and Tom Cruise fighting in the bathroom looks really awesome. <laughs> Especially does. when he flips him through the window or the mirror. Yeah. That yeah. was a uh, but still, um, I'm with you. I'm actually going Sicario, uh, mm-hmm. Day of the Soldado. So then we'll come back to it then. But who were the two finalists for that then? Uh,
1: for between those two brackets, um, yeah. I would say Avengers for sure, and I'm gonna go. I went with Avengers and Solo.
0: Oh, well, that's not what I meant, but fair. Oh, enough.
1: okay, yeah, Solo and Sicario. Solo yeah. and
0: Sicario. Okay, so yeah, Solo and Sicario. All right, then moving yeah. on to comedies, we have Tag. Mm-hmm. and Tully. Yep. Now, Tag is the uh, one with um, Renner yep. and uh, a whole bunch of the folks where they've been, they're adults who've been playing a game of Tag forever. Yeah. Which, which I guess is based on a real story.
1: Yeah, which is really crazy, but okay. <laughs> and then The
0: Return of Ivan Reitman and Diablo Cody uh, with Charlize Theron, who previously did uh, Young Adult, a really good kind of dark comedy as well, if you haven't seen it. Uh, and then Tully, Well, I mean, which is that, the film Tully. So Tag and Tully. And then we have Life of the Party, which is a Melissa McCarthy movie. But keep in mind, it's, the, it's directed by her husband. Mm-hmm. And all of those ones, unfortunately, have not been good. Right. And then the uh, Henson Boys puppet movie, The Happy Time Murders. Mm-hmm. So uh, coming out of that, Matt, Tag vs. Tully, I went with Tully.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then Life of the Party versus The Happy Time Murders, I went with, of course what I will always do, if any, every time I can, I'm going to go with murder.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, um, I really want Tag to be good because I think Renner has me oddly intrigued. I'm a big fan of Jake Johnson. Um, but Tully, the early buzz on Tully is that it's fantastic. So I went with Tully as well. Um, and then, just because I've been really underwhelmed with basically all Melissa McCarthy vehicles for the most part, um, I had to go with the puppet murder mystery and go with happy time murders.
0: All right. So we both have Tully and happy time murders in the, uh, semi finals or in the next yeah. heat. I'm not sure you would call it. All right. That leaves potpourri Matt. What are our potpourri sure. options?
1: All right. So this is all over the place. So we've got the, uh, sci-fi ultra violent action or upgrade versus supposedly the scariest movie in the living memory called hereditary. And then we've got the newest entry in, uh, oceans eight starring, uh, an all-female class, and Soderbergh is on board, and under the Silver Lake, a really weird Andrew Garfield joint. Um, so between Upgrade and Hereditary, as cool as it, and fun as Upgrade is, I'm just going to... I know I'm setting myself up for disappointment, but all the buzz about Hereditary is what they're saying is as scary as, it, as they're saying it is. I, I have to hope it's going to be another It Follows for us. So I'm going with Hereditary. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going with Ocean's Eight because while Ocean's Twelve and Ocean's Thirteen were not that good in my opinion, I like the cast. I like Soderbergh's on board. I like Logan Lucky. I think we're gonna. I think this is gonna be a winner.
0: Ocean's but he, Eight. Soderbergh didn't direct Ocean's Eight though.
1: Oh, he didn't. I thought he. I thought he. Oh, I looked it up just to be sure I was right, but I guess I was not paying enough of attention. No,
0: he just. I thought he just produced
1: it. Let me see. Oh, Okay. Maybe he, I'm wrong.
0: Because he did Unsane, which I can't wait to see. No, Gary Ross directed it. Oh, okay. Does that change your... Uh...
1: What is it up against? Under the Silver Lake?
0: God. Remember, Under the Silver Lake is David Robert Mitchell, who gave us the Insta classic It Follows.
1: All right, I'm going with Under the Silver Lake then. I thought Soderbergh was more involved than he was.
0: All right, well then we have the same bracket against...
1: <laughs> um,
0: I went with Hereditary, and then I went with Silver Under the Silver Lake.
1: The only one we were we disagreed on was Ant Man and the Wasp and, and, and Incredibles too.
0: Yep. All right. So okay. let's go back up then. So Silver Lake versus Hereditary, Matt. Who do you have?
1: I have Hereditary. Just I have again, of I this. have Silver Lake. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. So Matt went with that.
0: And then Tully versus the Happy Time Murders. Tully. Tully, as do I. So that leaves that bracket as Tully versus. Well, for me, under the Silver Lake. For you, Hereditary. Right. Heading back over, Action Adventure, Solo versus Jurassic World. We're both at Solo, right? Yeah, that's right. And then Sicario versus... So it's Solo versus Sicario. Right. And who do you have?
1: Uh, I'm going out on a limb. I went with Solo.
0: That is a limb. I went with Sicario. Yeah. And then finally, um, Avengers Infinity War versus The Incredibles. For me, and yep. I went with The Incredibles uh and you have ant man yeah and you're gonna go avengers i'm assuming
1: i'm definitely going with avengers
0: okay so then matt has avengers so then that leaves for then what incredible incredibles versus sicario for me yeah for yeah. that final heat for that left bracket yeah which then obviously i think it's going to be incredibles too mm-hmm. what do you
1: have uh avengers versus solo and I'm i'm obviously going with avengers okay
0: so in the other, the other heat, we have Tully versus Silver Lake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I took a shot and I'm going under the Silver Lake. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why I just have a gut feeling that, that, that I'm really going to like that thing. It, the trailer looks fascinating mm-hmm. and, uh, like what a kind of a modern neo-noir comedy drama. I don't know. It just looks really interesting to me. So my, my, my finals was Incredibles 2 versus Silver Lake. What are okay.
1: yours? Um, Tully and Hereditary. Uh, and then I went with Hereditary. So my final would be Avengers versus Hereditary. And? I uh, went with Avengers.
0: All right. So Matt has Avengers. I went with Incredibles 2, which I think oh. is, is the wrong answer.
1: <laughs> yeah. How did you end up there?
0: I don't... I think it's because I think Incredibles 2 is going to be better than... Um, the wasp. And I just feel like it's going to be better than the Avengers film. Okay. Incredibles yeah. is one of the best superhero films ever made. I think the first one, mm-hmm. but it's been so long. I don't know.
1: I, I don't know. know. Pixar is not strong on their sequel game. That's the only thing that's got me nervous. Yeah. Those toy story movies are
0: really bad. Aren't they?
1: Well, no, that's, I mean, that being the outlier, <laughs> but I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm underwhelmed. I'll tell you one thing. I'm kind of underwhelmed by the summer are going you? through this well nothing's really like i
1: mean there's no justice league here <laughs> you're right there's nothing that even comes close to justice league that we couldn't be talking about in the next week or so <laughs> listen though
0: i think we got some really there's are some good stuff i think upgrade is going to be a lot of fun yeah I think and uh hereditary i'm hoping is terrifying under silver like yeah. i'm really excited about mm-hmm. um sicario is we'll see you know, and um, I don't know. I'm excited know.
1: for literally everything in the superhero bracket. I'm excited. And I'm, you know, I'm interested to see Solo. I want to see maybe maybe we'll have another pleasant surprise like we did with Rogue One. I, I remember us being not on board with Rogue One, and I think we both had a good time with it. So Yep, yep, yep. For sure. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. What's your right. bracket? Let us know. Feedback at com. Maybe I'll find a way to post this online. You can uh, take it out and fill out the bracket yourself. And then you can go ahead and email it to Matt directly at his work address. He would love that. (laughs) Feedback at thefirstrun.com. Coming up next is going to be the Big Avengers show. We're going to do a non-spoiler discussion. We're going to do a spoiler discussion. We're going to rank all the Marvel movies, and then we're going to tell you where the the MCU is going next. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we'll get into all of that the next time you listen to us. In the meantime, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, we are the first run. You can find us directly at the website as well. You can listen to us on TuneIn and mm-hmm. uh, stitcher and right out of Apple podcast. You're not supposed to say iTunes anymore, folks. And of course, as always at the first Matt, we should do a Facebook live. Maybe we should, I want to try that for the Avengers show. Maybe at some point, okay. I don't know I'll Have to figure that okay. out. At some point we should do it. Maybe solo, maybe the big 400 episode. We'll do that. Yeah. So, all right, folks, I'm going to take an extended break. And uh, we'll see you all soon.
1: And last but not least, Peter. Any power you want to tell us about? I don't, I don't have one.
0: Um, I, I just saw the ad. You're in.